Good afternoon and uh, happy Ash Wednesday. It's great to be here with you today. I'm delighted to be able to pray with you on this first day of Lent. I want to remind you, though, today is a uh, obligatory day of fasting for Catholics if you're between the ages of 18 and 59. We are called to sacrifice today, and uh, what the Church asks of us is that we have you know one meal, and if you happen to have your other two meals, those two meals combined cannot be you know, larger than that one meal. Again, I just say to you, go into this penitentially. You know, if, if one meal or even those two small meals is not a sacrifice for you, then amp it up. But you don't have to uh, do any more than the church asks you to do. Of course, no meat today either. And uh, I had mentioned that when I opened my show earlier today. And so I said, what if I already ate meat and I forgot? Well, it's never too late to start, right? Make some sort of other sacrifice, right? And get on board today. All right. Of course, no meats on Fridays throughout Lent either. The next mandatory day or obligatory day of fasting that we're required to as Catholics will be Good Friday. But I hope you will fast throughout the um, throughout the year and, and throughout the weeks ahead, especially throughout Lent. Maybe you haven't made a Lenten resolution. That'd be a great one. Because we, we spoke about the benefits physiologically and spiritually of fasting yesterday on my broadcast. And I'm telling you, it's good both for the body as well as for the soul. And I'm telling you, I know so many of you join me right now for the chaplet. It will amplify. It will amplify your prayers. It empowers them. Uh, Christ said in, in the scriptures, certain demons can only be cast out through what? Through prayer and fasting. All the great saints practiced this. Jesus and, and Mary fasted. I mean, Christ fasted for 40 days before he went to Calvary. You just take a look at the history of this. So I, I really want to encourage you to do that and uh, wash your face, comb your hair, and don't let people know you're doing it either, Scripture also says. I'm praying today with my colleague Maggie. Maggie, good to have you with me today. Anything you want to lift up or start off with? I just want to pray for everyone to have a, a fruitful Lent and that um, I, I feel like my focus this Lent is different because I'm pregnant. I'm normally all, all in with the fasting uh, and the penance, and um, I think this year perhaps I have to focus more on um, increasing my love and reception of the Lord and not just relying on my own, um, I don't know, ability, like uh, ability to, to do those things. Yeah, you said to me yesterday, you know, we, we were talking about when we were leaving the studio, well, you know, fasting, we talked about all these, you said, it's really about humility, isn't it? Mm, you you yeah. said that Lent is an opportunity for us to really strip ourselves of all these earthly things pretenses we're made of dust to grow in humility and to, to grow closer to god which i thought was a great great way to look at lent so we'll do that uh one of our uh contributors to the network a guy named phil flynn actually sent me a, a message a little bit earlier phil we're going to pray for you and for your family thank you for your prayers uh he asked us to pray for the repose of the soul of stacy schultz he says she passed away and was an atheist um you know i we're going to talk about hell coming up a little later in the show and, and you know whether more souls go to heaven or to hell or to purgatory. God is infinitely merciful to me. And even though somebody's away from the faith, somebody doesn't believe in God. I got a brother-in-law who claims he's an atheist. He's a good man. He's a great man. He really is a very good man. Um, I think God reaches out to these souls. But let's pray because God's outside of time. We'll pray for that moment of her death. And we'll certainly pray for the conversion of those who are away from the faith. Another person's asking us to pray for a person named Aiden, who's 22 years old, just diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And Joanne from uh, 
Lowell, Massachusetts. Sorry, I saw this uh, email last night. She's asking prayers for a 77-year-old woman who was in the ER, possibly dying from a heart attack. And they asked the hospital for a priest. But again, that family's not religious e- either. So pray that the priest would be allowed it, and we'll pray that that, that life can be saved. Uh, w- one final email, and I received this last night. I'm not going to share the whole one, the part of this email. It's long. Um, and I'll just share the beginning part of it. And the person who sent it to me, you know all your other intentions. She says, thank you for your divine mercy chaplet. And thanks for the prayer. I pray with you every day. Like an angel, I need everything, like, like an everything bagel. I need everything prayers for my hurting son, she says. Um, she says he was born out of wedlock. He doesn't know it. But his father, he punched me in the face when I was pregnant. Knocked me down, caused permanent divots in the side of my face. Uh, my son was severely molested repeatedly by our so-called good 40-year-old family friend's grandson, who um, we never knew or really could imagine until this poor thing. Uh, he, my son was wrecked at the age of eight. His father also used fraud to severely rip me off financially, which still affects us today. And She goes through a litany of other crosses. I mean, I, I, I shared this with my wife last night. I was sitting on my my couch and going through some emails and um, her son's in a tough place right now. You know, he's flunked out of high school and there's a whole litany of other issues that this woman's dealing with. And I told her I'd bring it to us, the spiritual family here. Um, every family has crises. Uh, every family has crosses. And this woman seems to have a lot both personally and with her children and with her relationships. So there's not a situation too dark not a situation too horrific, not a situation um, that is impossible for God. And I, and I really believe that. I mean, God is in control of everything, and he can bring good out of situations like this. Now, I can't imagine how good comes out of it, but God can do that. And he can certainly heal. And quite often, the greatest sinner, you know, the greatest saint starts as the greatest sinner. So God's grace is transformative. Let's pray for, for this situation and all those who will be calling in today. And let's pray for you now as we begin the chaplet. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I believe in God the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and was born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there He shall come to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. All right. Woolrich, uh, Woolwich, Maine is on deck. Mark, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Drew. I just okay. uh, was calling you. I, I want to let you know two things. Okay. Um, uh, my friend, I was walking at work and he, I heard him calling my name and he told me that his, uh, his daughter she had breast cancer and she had to have them removed and then she also has a tumor on her head which is metastasized so also the cancer is well spreading everywhere so i i said a memorari right in front of him and, and i said praying for you for your daughter and you thank you and i could see tears coming out of his eyes thanks for doing and that. Uh, he thanked me for the prayer yeah and uh so um, yeah. I called, asked you to pray for, for her. Yeah. Her name is Veronica. And pray for Brian also. He's, he's a father. Yeah. And then the other thing, I just uh, spoke to my sister. And I had called you to pray for her because she had the, the bottom of her lung removed. Yeah. She had cancer. And she told me today that she's going to be able to go back to work. Oh, praise God. And she's feeling really good. And I says, I'm going to call Drew and tell him that. A miracle has occurred. Amen. That's great. Well, praise I'm God for that, her. Mark. I also want to thank you for being a witness by going up and letting that individual know that you're praying for him. So often people need that. And to let yeah. others let others know that you are praying for him and to do it. I mean, it makes a, a big impact. I'm so happy uh, for the good news. And uh, we'll continue to pray for the healing of anyone right now who's dealing with pulmonary issues, anyone with cancer, breast cancer, anyone battling with tumors. And Mark, I want to pray for you that God will continue to use you in the life of, of others. But Lord, I thank you for the way you work and the way you heal. So often it's through medicine, through surgery. So often through it's through your divine touch. I don't know what your plan is in these cases. So many people asking you for that divine touch, Lord, I intercede on their behalf. And I ask you to hear their humble prayers as together, collectively, we turn to you and pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, we'll go to the Pier, Wisconsin next. Hey, Nancy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you, speaker. Um, I'm sorry, I, was, I had you on speaker. That's I hope great. you Thank and Maggie are doing well. You're I so beautiful. Thanks, Nancy. You're welcome. I want to pray for a priest in Australia, Father Andrew Wise. Uh, he was diagnosed with liver disease and is already failing. He was given two years to live. And he's a beautiful priest, as all of them are. And I also have a dear friend at St. Bernard's in Green Bay, and he had his first heart attack, I'm sorry, heart attack, heart surgery today, and he's going to have another one in a couple of months, so I want to pray for Mark Jolson. Nancy, thank you. 
Thanks for calling. We'll lift up all of You're those welcome. intentions and uh, pray in particular for Father Andrew, who has that liver problem for awkward heart surgery today. For all of your intentions, we'll pray for Maggie, too, for her baby, and for uh, all those who are pregnant today and all those seeking to get pregnant as well. We'll add her to the mix. But Lord, I give you Nancy and all these intentions. Please hear the cries of your faithful. We love you, we trust in you, and we turn to you once again and pray. Eternal Father, we offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, before we go to uh, Raphael, who's in Stockton, California, let me go to Maggie. Maggie, what's coming in? By the way, before Maggie, you uh, share those intentions. If you want to get an intention through, I know our phone lines fill up. You can use our toll-free number to get on. But a great way to connect with us also is over YouTube and our Facebook uh, pages. You can go to the Drew Mariani Show, which is a relevance platform. Uh, you can also just send her a post on the X platform, and that's at Drew Mariani Show. So what's coming in? Uh, before I get to those that came in online, I, I just also want to lift up a special prayer for priests and religious during this Lenten season. Um, I think about it sometimes. This is their Olympics. This is their playoff season. <laughs> this is their, their winning souls for Christ. Um, so I just want to lift them up in prayer. Bernadette from California is asking that we pray for her brother, Roger, who's hospitalized and struggling to recover. Uh, Sandy wrote to us, she said, please pray for my niece's husband that he will get his kidney transplant soon. Kiki on YouTube says, for my husband's mental health, he's dealing with some men's health issues mm. and it's affecting our relationship. Jonathan on YouTube says, for the 10 people that were shot in Kansas City at the parade, that no one dies from this horrible attack. It happened just moments ago. Yeah. And Anne on Facebook is praying in Thanksgiving for the good results that she had with the doctor today. All right. Well, let's lift all those up. We'll jump back into the phones. Say hello to Raphael in Stockton. Hi, Raphael. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Drew and Maggie. Um, yeah, I was wanting to see if I can get a prayer request for, for my wife. Um, uh, about six to seven years ago, she had uh, her thyroid removed due to cancer. And um, it's been kind of a uh a challenge since then you know trying to get her state for her to stay leveled and mm -hmm. and everything else and she did um uh recently just got some blood work done because she has to do this for the rest of her life now uh to make sure her levels are fine and uh it turns out her her uh, iron was really really low like dangerously low and vitamin d as well and um they're more concerned about her iron being so low yeah. Um, and they're talking about a possible blood transfusion, which, wow. you know, I just, you know, I see it as not good, you know, when, when it comes to that. So, uh, we're going to go back tonight to get more blood work done and hoping that, you know, it's, uh, it's not, 
that. <laughs> it's not bad. It's you know it's, that we can get her leveled back out. So I'm glad you got yeah, through. Let's great. let's put her in the hands of the Lord. You know, I think of that scripture story of the hemophiliac, the woman who had the blood disorder, and she touched a you know just the hem of our Lord's you know garment, and what happened? She was instantly healed. And what did he say? I feel power. Power left me. And the apostles are like, what are you talking about? You're, all these people are pushing on us. How can you tell somebody touched you? Of course people touched you. No, I felt power go from me. Um, faith was the key to her her healing and the resolution of her situation. She had faith. She knew that Christ could bring about that healing. And uh, let's let's pray with that faith right now, Raphael, for your daughter, I, for your for your wife. You know, um, thyroid is a serious issue. You know, she'll be on medication probably the rest of her life. But God also gives us meds. He also has given us an intellect so we can use medicine. Um, we'll pray that he divinely touches her and she doesn't need any of this, but perhaps it's through natural means that will bring about you know, her stability and resolution. I don't know what God has in store, but I want to pray for you, for your relationship with your wife, and in particular for anyone with blood disorders, anyone with thyroid issues now too. And Lord, I do ask for your healing touch, your divine touch in these situations. And we pray, Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, Jackie is in Dyer, Indiana. Hi, Jackie. Good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Thank you so much. I am following the fourth commandment. I'm almost fifty, but my mom wanted me to call in to you and the whole relevant radio family. She has Parkinson's and a bad respiratory mm. um, infection right now. And she wants complete healing, right? She oh, wants complete healing. And um, prayers over my dad, who's much older and her main caretaker. But I have to include Drew. I have to thank the Lord for the suffering because, right, the suffering Amen. matters Amen. so much. Amen. And I see it, you know, by the grace of God, I see the purpose and the suffering I have for most of my life because life is so hard. Yeah. But by the grace of God, right, you look at him and you praise God for the suffering. But Jesus, she wants complete healing. So I give her to you and I, um, I thank you, Lord, for Relevant Radio, for Drew and Maggie and for our faith, for our faith. God That's bless it. you. It's so it's so beautiful. I love your attitude. Let's pray for for healing. I think as you were sharing that story about Parkinson's, of course, John Paul II died from it, so we'll ask his intercession. But the miracle that led to ultimately him being raised to the altars was a woman who was healed. It was a nun healed of Parkinson's disease. So God can clearly, clearly heal uh, Parkinson's. So I'm convinced of that as well. The other thing too, and Jackie, I'm very grateful for you sharing this. Uh, suffering is something that's so often overlooked, and it just shows your spiritual maturity. St. Ignatius of Loyola, he once said that if, if God sends you many sufferings, it's a sign he's got great plans for you. 
and he wants to make you a saint. And St. Faustina talked about this many times as well. You know, this is our opportunity to suffer. There'll come a time in our life when we will no longer be able to suffer, and we should make use of it. You know, if the angels could envy, this is one of the things that they would envy us for. And there's a power in it when we take our own suffering and unite it to that of the Lord on the cross. It really becomes redemptive. So don't squander your suffering if you are in pain right now or discomfort or in a bad way. But, uh, you know, target that. Offer it to the Lord and, and pray for those conversions and those intentions that you're seeking. Let's pray now for, for you and for all these beautiful intentions you brought forward and for all united with us. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, uh, we'll go to Tara next. I don't know if it's Tara or Tara in Illinois. Hey, Tara, good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Hi, Maggie. It's Tara. Yes. I'm calling. I'm just curious. Is it T-A-R-A or T-E-R-A? T-E-R-R-A. All right, Tara. Great to have you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for taking my call. I am praying for a miracle because my husband is a recovering alcoholic, Mm. and he recently relapsed. And it's not the first time. And every time it just gets, you know, the comeback is worse. And he's to the point where I don't even know if he wants to get better. Yeah. We just need lots and lots of prayers. Yeah, well, I promise you my prayers. All right, Tara. Thank you. um, Like, I I know what you're going through because I had a loved one that struggled with alcoholism as well. You know, my mother... And I shared the story a million times. My father yeah. struggled with alcohol. She never gave up. And I don't want you to give up either. All right? You just keep I'm praying not, for him. I I told him if you're not going to fight for yourself, no. I'm going to fight for you. Oh, it's because you love him. Well, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom, too. It's got to It's yeah. sometimes it's darkest before the dawn. So let, let's pray for your husband, okay? We'll pray for him right now. And addiction, as I often say, is not greater than God. It is not. And God can break the chains of those addictions. There's so many great recovery groups that are out there. And I I pray one day you call me back, you remind me of your name and how it's spelled, and you tell me how your husband is on a new path, right? I've seen it. I personally witnessed these miracles on two occasions, one with alcohol, one with heroin. And I think God allowed me to see this so I could speak to you and to so many others about the fact that, that addiction is not bigger than God, that it's not the final word, it, you know, it's not the final sentence, that with God there's always new beginnings and there are new opportunities. Uh, let's pray together. I'm going to pray for you today in particular, Tara, and I know our family here is if anyone's struggling with addiction, remember her in your prayers or if you've conquered it. Lord, I ask you break the chains of those addiction and her husband. I know sometimes it is darkest before the dawn that he may have to hit rock bottom. I ask you fortify her. 
I ask in a particular way you give special graces to the souls of those family members who have loved ones struggling with addiction. They may have wisdom and discernment, that they may have fortitude, they may have all the graces that they need. I give to you my spiritual family here with their physical, their temporal, their spiritual, their emotional, their psychological, their financial crosses, so many different crosses in life. And I just ask that you, you just shower all of them in your mercy. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world holy god holy mighty one holy immortal one have mercy on us and on the whole world holy god holy mighty one holy immortal one have mercy on us and on the whole world holy god holy mighty one holy immortal one have mercy on us and on the whole world eternal god in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible please Look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Our Lady Queen of Heaven, Pray for Our us. Lady of Champion. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Our Lady Reconciler of Peoples and Nations. Pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful. Pray for us. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Saint Faustina. Pray for us. Saint John Paul II. Pray for us. Saint Peregrine. Pray for us. Saint Jose Maria Escriva. Pray for us. Uh, saint Patrick. Pray for us. Blessed Michael Sapochko. Pray for us. And I think he's a saint. Saint Matthew Talbot. If not, I'm going to call him Blessed Matthew Talbot. He struggled with um, alcoholism. Pray for us. And uh, we ask you to pray for us. St. Oh. Valentine. St. Valentine. Pray Thank for you, us. Thank you, Maggie. We can't miss him. Pray for us. All you angels and saints. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have you heard of Fiat 90? Have you heard of Exodus 90? I just learned of a new one. It's called Cana 90. If you're married or you're a couple, it may be for you. I'll flee in when we come back. And then a little later, we'll look at this Lent, at the reality of what awaits us. And that is either heaven, hell, or purgatory. But how many are saved? There's a haunting document called The Funus of the Saved. Very sobering. We'll take a look at the reality of hell and more. All that coming straight up. Stay with me. Tweet us your prayer intention anytime on Twitter at Drew Mariani Show. Hey, looking for a new job? How about one that offers opportunities for spiritual, social, and charitable growth? Our sponsor, Catholic Order of Foresters, is hiring new agents today. Visit relevantradio.com slash Forrester. An Illinois Life Insurance Society not available in all states. Because no matter where you're at, 
everybody can get more right. out of their marriage. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of it, is that you're always growing. None of us are in perfect unity. Yeah. You know, with each other, not till heaven will we have perfect unity. And your marriage matters. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Well, it's good to be with you today. Thank you for joining me. It's great to be here with you today. I hope you're having a great Valentine's Day. But above all, this is Lent. Can you celebrate the two? I just asked Maggie, I said, what are you and Joe doing? And Maggie, you said, eh, we've already celebrated Valentine's Day. That's great. Did you do that in advance of knowing this was Ash Wednesday? We did. So we, you're smart. We had a date night like a week ago. So my wife says to me a couple of days ago, I got in trouble for this one. <laughs> what, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Oh. And, and I just blurted out, nothing. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> oh, well, it's a fast day. It's Ash Wednesday. Doesn't, uh, you know. That doesn't mean you can't get her flowers, Drew. She has not stopped. I mean, from I, I said that it was on the weekend. I think we were just planning what we we're going to do later that week. What do you want to do on Valentine's Day? Nothing. It's a fast day. She's like, what? It was funny. So you she's been kind of teasing me you ever can since. Still write her a little love note and I stick it on am. the mirror. <laughs> I've been thinking about it all all week now. How am I going to make it up to her? Right? It's Ash Wednesday. It's a penitential day. At the same time, it is uh, it is Valentine's Day, and maybe I'll talk a little bit about that about that coming up. Uh, you gave Joe a nice card today, though, right? I so, did. I found a cute. Um, I thought it was very appropriate for Joe because he loves butter, and I love butter. And there was a cute little card that had a piece of toast that was hugging a piece of butter, and it said, "You are my butter half." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Very clever. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Maggie's great with cards. On Boss's Day or something, you dropped one off on my desk here, which I thought was great, along with some coffee. And oh, yeah. The, 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 those, little, those little acts, I think, go really a long way. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, my wife was not happy with my response. That, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, for a lot of Westerns or Western, Westerners, uh, you know, our observance of Valentine's Day is celebrating romantic love. But what happens when it falls on Ash Wednesday? You know, it makes it difficult, I think, for some people to do. We are called today to fast, to abstain from meat, right? If, especially if you're between the ages of 18 and 59. But perhaps we also need to take a different look, I think, at what romance is. Um, and uh, I've got a special guest joining us today. Uh, Michael and Alicia Hernan join me today. They're the founders of what's called the Messy Family Project. It's a support for married couples who are trying to be good parents, and you might want to check out their website at MessyFamilyProject.org. That's MessyFamilyProject.org. It's good to have them both with us today. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Great to have you with me. It is so great to be here. Thanks for having us on, Drew. How, yes, are, you, how are you celebrating your Valentine's Day? You know, I don't know if you recognize in spelling Valentine's Day, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, right? I like that. That's right. Lent it's, is always there, right? It's always lingering. Right. I this like is not that. active. It's supposed to be this way. <laughs> I love that. Lent. That is very clever. I, I like that a lot. So, you know, if I've known, uh, there's a lot of people who may not be familiar with the Messy Family Project. Before we have any conversation, why don't you fill everyone in what you're all about? Yeah. So we uh, we really believe that the uh, uh, the family was designed by God, and our most important work is, and it's a sacred calling, to be a mom and a dad. Um, and it's probably more difficult than ever uh, to step into that role as a husband and wife, mom and a dad. Uh, but more than anything else, uh, we want people to just embrace that and, and, and kind of live a full life in their family mm -hmm. and know that this is their path to holiness. This is their path to heaven. Yeah, and so to, to support families, we have 
a podcast that we do that we've been doing for nine years now, actually, which is wow. crazy. That is wild. Say that out loud. But um, we also have expanded now, and we offer courses for parents and for couples, and we have free downloadable guides on our website, and we offer free programs to kind of help help parents double down on their vocation and encourage them on the way. And one of those programs is actually Cana 90, which we're doing for lunch. One of our free things that we offer for couples. Let's talk about that. I think it's really interesting. I, I know that my producer Maggie did a thing called Fiat 90. It's for women. I've talked about Exodus 90 in the, in the past. And these of course are, you know, opportunities to sacrifice and to do spiritual exercise and to disconnect from social media. So one's for men, one was for women. Uh, Cana 90, that's for couples, I understand. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, all right. So the thing about, so first of all, I just want to say something about Exodus 90. Sure. It is amazing. What an amazing program. And I know, have, I have known so many men who have experienced real freedom through that. And so just a plug for Exodus 90, I know that it's an amazing, it's amazing thing that God's doing in the men in, in the church right now. Um, but one of the things that we want to just, for couples to recognize is that our lives as husbands and wives and as moms and dads should not look the way it did when we were single. It just, we are, it, you cannot just say, Oh, you are just, I'm just going to talk to you as a man outside of your fatherhood or right. outside of your marriage. No, no, we are, we are different now that we are married. The path of holiness that God has laid out for us as married couples is something that we should be paying attention to. And so if during Lent, we are called to a greater holiness, if we're called to a greater, I guess, um, focus on, Lord, how do you want me to change? How do you want me to progress in my spiritual life? We have to look at that in light of our vocation of marriage, in light of our vocation as a husband or wife. And to not do so, I think it's kind of, you're missing a very important part, not even a part of your life. It's like the lens through which we should see our lives is not as a single person, but it's as a husband or wife, as a mom or a dad. Yeah, yeah. there is no uh, greater calling that we have. And during this time of Lent, we're supposed to, you know, get ourselves closer to God. We're supposed to free ourselves up. And one of the primary things that we're called to in the gospel is to love. And the first person we're called to love yeah. is the person we're sacramentally <laughs> covenanted to, right? The person that sometimes it's hard to love, right? Wow. <laughs> Whether spouse or your children. <laughs> but that's, their, hey, that's how God teaches us, right? <laughs> I love it. I have so, What inspired you guys to do this? I mean, I, I, Exodus is a great idea. Then the Fiat 90s seemed like a logical progression. Holy Spirit moment? Was it something that you each did individually? I mean, what was it? Because I love this concept of doing something as a couple. Because my wife and I, when Lent was approaching, after I took my foot out of my mouth for saying we're not doing anything on Valentine's Day, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, what we were going to do spiritually. And I, we each do things individually, but we also do things jointly. And I think there's a power, there's a grace that comes through that sacramental bond. And we're both, yes. as you know, called to aid each other. You know, we're making our way to our eternal home. Marriage is a vocation. A lot of grace in that. So, you know, we like to also do stuff together spiritually. What what gave you the spark for this? And, and maybe share a little bit of what you're going to be doing. Yeah, so for, for us, when we started this, and it's a couple of years ago now, and, and you know, Drew, I, I'm, I, 
I wish I was a better planner, but God works with me. Right? <laughs> I get my very sanguine personality. And so, but I got, I, you know, it was that Holy Spirit moment, yeah. but it, it happened to fall on the Sunday before Lent. Right. And we said, wouldn't it be great if there was a program? And then we said, where is it? And it doesn't exist. And we said, why don't we do it? And we, we grabbed another couple to help us. And, and we, had, we did have a moment. I remember my saying, should we do this? Like Lent is like starting in you know 48 hours. Wow. Do we want to launch this program for our people right now? And I said, you know what? I really feel like if we don't just jump in and do this, Right at this moment, we'll never do it. And it was, so it, the inspiration was there. And, and so we 500 did. couples or something like that joined us in the first year. Yes. And, 500? Uh, That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because, you know, I don't think Catholics think about Lent until Ash Wednesday. Right. So yeah. it worked out well for us. Well, I'm just and learning about it, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the, the fact that you were able to get 500 people in the first 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 time you've, you've done this. How many years ago was that again? Three years, you said? Three Three or I four years. Three, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is the blur. I don't even remember. How many kids do I have? Yeah, I no, I'm, I'm with you. Time's a blur. That, that's amazing, though. Congratulations on that. Well, let me do this. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit more. I want to open the phones for you, too. My guests today, Michael and Alicia Hernan. If you want to join us, uh, feel free to dial in. The number is 888-914-9149. If you did Kane and 90, I'd love to hear from you. I mean, it just came on my radar this year, and uh, I'm sure it might be new to a, a lot of you as well. They also have a website. You can check them out at messyfamilyproject.org. It's messyfamilyproject.org. And their mission is to really support married couples who are trying to be good parents. And maybe you're struggling in that area. Maybe you want to sound off or ask your question, feel free to do that. We have to take a short pause, but we'll be back on the other side with more. Stay with me. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Thanks to network sponsor PushPay. PushPay offers parishes, a platform for tracking donations and sacraments, overseeing schedules, mobile apps to help manage your administrative load, and much more. Info at relevantradio.com slash pushpay. That's relevantradio.com slash pushpay. I feel like just letting that roll. <laughs> it's a great tune. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Also, happy Ash Wednesday. It is a day of uh, fasting and abstinence. Again, I'll remind you, no meat today, right? No meat on Fridays. Again, we're called to to fast. If you're between the ages of 18 and 59, I if you're over 59 and you can fast, do it. I mean, today's a day of sacrifice, right? Of penance. We start our Lenten journey and quite often i you know i think about well, what can i do and even in a marriage even in a relationship where we're married so often we think that way and of course i do my own spiritual exercises my wife does as well but we also like to do things together and i think by god's providence i came across something somebody put this on my radar it's called cana 90 and uh i'm just learning about it today to be honest with you and i want to put it on your radar because i think it can really help you during lent yeah, work on your holiness, you know, allow it to be a penitential season, grow closer to God, prepare for the Triduum and the resurrection. But also if you're married, don't leave your spouse out. 
I mean, this is kind of, it was, this is something I think too many couples fail to do. They fail to pray together. I think there's a power in that. They fail to really take that journey together. And uh, I want to invite you to deepen your relationship with each other, with our Lord, this Lenten season. And Cana 90 may be just the thing for you. It offers a structure that's uh, flexible uh, for couples to undertake. And uh, it's a 90-day journey. It's it's kind of long. It goes over the 40 days of Lent, the solemnity of the Triduum, the 40 days of, of Easter, and it culminates uh, within the nine-day nine, nine day Pentecost novena. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it will enrich your marriage. It'll strengthen it. There'll be a lot of graces that come. Maybe you're praying for your kids. Maybe you're praying for that wayward spouse. You know, Maybe you're praying for a deeper walk with the Lord. Uh, it'll strengthen the marital bond, and it will bring you closer. I can guarantee you that. I, I know an exercise like this certainly will do that. If you want more, uh, you can check out uh, my guest's website. It's, the website's pretty simple, messyfamilyproject.org. They're the uh, ones who were inspired to put Cana 90 together, and it's great to have them with us today. And uh, great to have, uh, again, Michael and Alicia Hernan with me. Michael, Alicia, I don't know who wants to pick this up, but... You know, couples being on the same page, I think it's really important, and doing things spiritually together. Um, maybe you can pick up on that and how, this is a long program, how this program will not only enhance and strengthen the relationship, and but I, I think it'll transform the family and, and others around them as well. And, and maybe you've seen the fruit of it as well. I mean, you've done this for three or four years now. Are, are, mm-hmm. there, are there cases or testimonies or couples that say, oh my gosh, I can't believe this has happened as a result of it? Any great stories to share? Yeah, we, we've had a lot of couples who've gone through this program and they've really seen the power of unity, right? You know, we, we drive them in the very beginning is about getting uh, on the same page with your spouse, getting to a place where uh, as a couple, you're saying, yeah, this is going to enrich us as a couple or like I, I bring my list of things that I'm, I'm proposing, I'm thinking about, and I bring them to my wife who is my greatest spiritual counselor, right? You know, somebody who cares about me more than anybody else and wants me to be holy. And I say, hey, is this too much, too little? She's challenged me and she's also said, hey, maybe that's a little bit much right now. Why don't you start with this and build off of that? Because um, instead of it, you know, you wonder what to give your, your wife for Valentine's Day in, as you begin Lent. Maybe instead of a box of chocolates, maybe it's being a better husband. You know, maybe it's, <laughs> it's taking the time, not just one day, but using Lent as an opportunity to say, how can I do more to give myself away? And, you know, I think that sometimes, too, parents, especially when they have young kids and they're kind of like in the thick of it, right, and raising all of those little ones, we can sometimes tend to over-spiritualize things when we're looking at Lent. And I think what's so important for young parents, especially to know, really all parents, is that the sacrifices that naturally come with family life can be used for your holiness and for God's glory. And don't overlook that. And so like one example that I give a lot of times, especially to somebody who has a lot of kids, is you know what? Hey, maybe God does want you to do an hour of adoration every day or every week, or uh, let's say every day. But you know what? If you have four little kids at home, maybe God wants you to do 15 minutes of adoration and then come home and play with your toddlers for 45 minutes, like maybe, give your wife a break, like maybe that's what God is calling you to. So that's the kind of thing that we talk about in Canaan 90 is to recognize that the natural stuff of our life designed by God for our holiness, you know, like sometimes it's like 
you know, yes, you can be holy, become holier and ask for God's grace by praying the rosary or, you know, going to daily mass. But we can also grow in holiness by picking up that throw up off the floor you know? right. <laughs> or like answering those questions about homework at nine o'clock at night when all you want to do is, is go to bed, you know, like, but those offerings that we are giving to the Lord in the natural, um, the natural sacrifices that come, that can be something that's so beautiful and so pleasing to him if we invite and we open our hearts to his grace. And so that's the kind of way we want to really encourage um, those of us who are called to the vocation of family life to really focus on and be open. How, how, how can God change you? How can he make you holy through being a better husband, wife, mother, father? Well, my um, guest today, Michael and Alicia Hardin. If you want to join us, triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. I want to get one other thing in before we take any phone calls for you too. And that that is another program that you've got coming up. And this is outside of couples. This will help. Will you tell me mothers and daughters? Yeah. Yes. So we've developed a program in response to our listeners who are really struggling in helping to guide their children through the changes that come in adolescence. So specifically for moms and daughters, I created a course called Women Wonderfully Named. And I think that this is a wonderful response to the confusion, the sexual confusion that we're seeing in a lot of our youth today. And the focus of the course is to set up mom as a trusted guide for her daughter through this time of adolescence, the changing, the changing body of a girl into a woman. And the theme of the course is really that your heavenly father loves you. He made you perfectly. So we talk about physical changes. We talk about emotional changes. We talk about spiritual things. We talk about um, social media. We talk even about dress and modesty and beauty. And so really it's a five session course. You can find out more information on it on our website. And it is wildly popular (laughs) because I think that it is really needed for to open up these conversations between moms and their daughters. That's wild. Well, let's grab a call or two. Brad's in Cameron, Texas. Brad, thanks for joining us. You're on the air. Hey, Brad, oh, go right hey, ahead. Hey, guys. Oh, sorry. I thought my question was going to be submitted by your call screener. No problem at all. Uh, uh, is this Mike and Alicia, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah. yeah they're on with okay. you, Hi. So I... Hi, guys. Um, so I've heard about you guys uh, tertiarily through a friend of mine, but uh, I was curious. So I've never. Hmm, I think we just, <laughs> unfortunately, I think we just lost his signal. So I apologize for that, Mike and, and Alicia. Okay. Um, and if he's still listening, and I, I hope he is, uh, you can go to their website, Messy Family Project. Uh, it's .org, right? .org or yeah. dot .com. That's right. All right. Sounds great. I, I, look, I'm up against the clock. I have less than a minute to go. I just want to give you final thoughts here as we uh, wrap up our conversation. I don't have any more time for, for calls, but uh, grateful for what you're doing uh, on so many different fronts. I clearly see God is using you. Any final thoughts for those who are listening? Yeah, just embrace this time of Lent as a way to lean more deeply into who God has made you to be. Before you were a uh, you know, a worker out there, you were a mom and a dad. But before you were a mom and a dad, you were a husband and wife. And before that, you were beloved sons and daughters of our Father. Use this time of Lent to open your heart to how God wants to reveal himself to you, give you his mercy, and allow you to use the naturally designed family life for your holiness, for you to change into who God has meant you to be. Yeah, and just trust that you have a Heavenly Father who loves you, who has designed you perfectly, and 
and really to embrace that, embrace the sacred calling and the wonderful, the greatest adventure of Catholic family life. Well, I am grateful for both of you. People can check you out online. Keep up the good work. My apologies to Brad, who is online here. Do we have time, Maggie? I don't know if we have time for him. I have brought up my apologies and to everyone else. Uh, we'll have to connect again. Well, I wish you a blessed Lent, guys, and uh, a, a great Cana 90. I, I hope it. Uh, hope a lot of graces come your way. We'll have to do a follow-up with you along the way. But thanks for oh, being yeah. here. Thanks for putting it on my radar. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks. That's Michael and Alicia Hernan. Yeah, time, as I often say, is the enemy. It goes so quickly here. My apologies to everyone. Uh, great program. You can go ahead and check it out. Before I have to... Uh, Take a break. Your news and headlines are straight ahead, and I'll be back on the other side. I'm going to get into a very serious conversation, and this is a conversation about hell, right? And one of my colleagues here said, have you ever read The Fewness of Those Who Are Saved by St. Leonard of Port Maurice? I never have. And I'll tell you what, um, when I took a look at it, I was stunned, absolutely stunned by what I saw. Uh, and it made me really think. It gave me pause about the reality of hell. And what's laid out here is sobering. But I juxtapose that, if you would. I, I look at that in relationship to what the Lord said in Divine Mercy, where he reaches out to souls, and his greatest attribute is mercy. So what happens? Do more souls go to heaven, or do they go to hell? We'll explore that when I return. 